When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Trot's Life, and we're now joined by Lauren White, someone that uh, some very good judges have been telling me is going to make it as a driver for many, many months, and to get you on uh, this show, Lauren. So firstly, how are you, and whereabouts are you today? Hi, I'm really good. Thank you for having me. I'm just at home in Huntley, just getting ready to start working some horses with my grandfather. Ah, very good. Tell us about that uh, with your grandfather. Is that who got you into harness racing? It does go back many generations, this family. Yeah, so since basically since I could walk, I've been involved in the horses and around my grandfather's stable, working with him and my father and my brother, and we've just always been involved. There's a photo in my mind, right? I don't know whether I've made this up or not, of... The blue and the white colours, it might have been Miss Tiny Tot days and it's like maybe three or four years of age, a couple of very little kids uh, in your grandparents' colours. Is that right? Is that, is that or have I made that up? There's, there's probably a photo like that. I know when I was just a baby, we had some photo shoots done with the colours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah I, yeah, yeah. I can't. I can remember it for some reason. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of photos like that around somewhere. <laughs> did Did you do pony trots as you were young? No, I was never interested in the pony trotters because I always thought they went too slow and I was more interested in the bigger horses that went faster. <laughs> so you, you started off when you were, say, three or four and you're hanging around your grandparents' property. I did have a good little horse called Miss Tiny Top, but you probably don't remember much of her, do you? I don't remember many much of her myself but i've heard plenty of stories of her she's she's definitely a character who keeps getting regurgitated around here so uh, she did win a lightfoot laurels and she won at mooney valley and mo of course but what about what about the 2012 inter dominion you're a bit older by this stage and i've got a funny feeling you might remember that i, I do have some memories of the time and obviously um i believe billy the brat was the horse Yep. He's still running around the paddock here because we can't get rid of him because he means too much to us. And what was he, who was he named after? Um, well, Billy comes from my grandfather, William, and he got <laughs> Billy the Brat because when he was a foal, he escaped his paddock. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't in reference to uh, your grandfather being a brat? No, nah, just the horse being a brat. <laughs> So then when did, so school finishes and you go off to university, Bachelor of Science. What is that exactly? Yes. What, what's the interest? Because science can be a whole wide range of things. Yeah, so my original major was physics. So I've just completed my degree in physics and now I'm looking more into doing research in math. Okay, research into maths in, in what way? Explain that to me. That's interesting. It's sort of very sort of theoretical based about approximating rational numbers with fractions. 
It's something that one of the teachers, one of the lecturers at Latrobe Bendigo is interested in. So I'm going to work with him for a little bit, sort of get an understanding of what he does. In any way, shape or form, does this cross over to harness racing through odds or anything like that? Not really, no. It's pretty, pretty different. So two distinct differences in your life then, harness racing and studying. Yeah. Got to have eggs in different baskets. <laughs> yeah, you do, and, and the balance of it. So uh, it can be pretty stressful when you're studying and you've got exams, etc. but you're probably not that stressed, eh, when you're working the horses. No, the horses are a good escape from it all. You can just sort of sit there and jog a horse and think about the assignment questions that you haven't got yet. And it's just good to be able to get away from it all for a while. So when did you decide, yep, I'm ready now, I want to start driving in races? Well, I've I've been talking about getting my trials licence for a couple of years now. Hmm. And I finally, at the start of this year, just went, all right, whatever, I'm just going to do it, just see what happens. And then once I got my trials licence, it was only as long as it took me to get the drives, which was just over six months, and get all the paperwork done, and then I was ready to race. 40 drives at trials for 11 winners. Now, I know I know trials have smaller fields, etc., but that's a pretty good strike rate, Lauren. Yeah, uh, the horses were going really well at the trials for me. I was sort of getting lucky that I could, you know, trial double dot and she could lead, which was like what she likes to do. She was your first trial drive, double dot? Um, Either her or a horse called Speculator. He might have been my second trial drive. He was your second trial drive and first winner and trained by Kevin Cole. That must have given, only having had the one trial drive and for Kevin Cole to give you that opportunity on a horse that, you know, from an outside stable must have given you a bit of confidence, I would have thought. Yeah, well... Kevin's been a good friend of the family for a long time and they had this horse who they said was going to be nice and quiet and giving me the opportunity. It was my first ever drive on a pacer because yeah. we've never had pacers oh, yeah. at the house before yeah. Well, yeah. since I've been born. So it was good to get that opportunity to try driving the pacers because they are quite different to the trotters. And yeah, it was wonderful for him to give me that opportunity. Bill didn't kick you out and say no more, never again. If you're going to drive those paces, we don't want you here. It wasn't any of that. No, well, we've actually <laughs> leased a pacer of our own just for me to drive at the trials. <laughs> okay, very good. So, and I know uh, Kevin would have been absolutely thrilled on Friday night. Things uh, has been a bit of a bumpy road, I think, of late for Kevin, as you would well know. So uh, he'll be listening into this, and he he absolutely thrilled that um, you had that win on Friday night. Let me tell you. Now let's. So you get your license, 40 trial drives are in the bank and you get your license, you go to Yarra Valley. I was at Yarra Valley and I was at Ballarat, so I've seen both your drives. The first one uh, goes by and, and uh, we don't get the great result, but Friday night at Ballarat, take us through the race. Yeah, well, even before the race, the horse, she was quite antsy. When we were scoring up, she went up to the mobile quite hard which she can do. She either doesn't go up to the mobile or she flies up to the mobile. So I was thinking, mm. well, this is going to be interesting. Let's see how this goes. And then I I wanted to end up out the back. I knew that she's a sit sprint type of horse and we just wanted to be out the back and 
get home over the top of them. So, you know, naturally she goes out at a million miles an hour and tries yeah. to lead. Yeah. And because she's over racing, she gallops and I was a bit frustrated. So I was thinking, well, there goes this night. We'll just follow them around, see what happens. But I was lucky sort of once they went out hard, they really hit the brakes up front. So I was able to catch up, just sit at the back of the field and then... When the horse in front of me went early, he was able to give me a good cut into the race. And going around that last bend, we just let her out and to see what she could do. And I didn't think I was going to win it till the last about 10 metres. So, so you sort of sound like you were confident. The horse hadn't won since September 22 and it was $12. But I can sense you had a confidence that she could win that race. I didn't think she could win it, but I knew, I knew she was going better than her form suggested. The way she'd been working at home, the way she'd been going past the other horses at home, I knew she was better than how she'd been going. She's just She's got a few tricks, and if she doesn't want to do it, she won't do it. So do you know those tricks, and have you worked her out? I want to say I have, but she did gallop on me, so I'm not <laughs> sure if I've got them all worked out just yet. Yeah, but if you can get her off a second row draw and just keep her nice and relaxed at the start, you might be uh, you might have her solved, and uh, she might do a bustle and Brody and win like five or six in a row. Yeah, well, we can only hope. That's <laughs> you, always the hope. You certainly can hope. So, uh, the feeling of crossing the line first was it relief or was it joy or what was that feeling like? That was a bit of shock. Uh, it was just just. Joy, relief, all of the emotions. Everything all at once. All different fractions of the emotions to form one whole. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> What's next? Are you going to just potter along with your grandfather or do you do you feel like you'd like to have a go with a different stable to learn to see different techniques, different methods, different opportunities perhaps driving? Uh, at the moment, I just keep working my grandfather's horses and then if opportunities come up to drive for other trainers I'll definitely take them. I know I went to the trials last night at Bendigo and had a few different trainers offer me drives which was good so hopefully I'll be able to get some more race drives and some experience driving some different horses. It's so difficult to get going in this sport and you need that family support a lot of the time or you need someone really in your corner you've got that of course with the family support but once you get a win or two on the board and uh, the opportunities hopefully can open up for you. Yeah, I'm very lucky with having my family around and having them all supporting my attempt at driving. I know like uh, Tim McGuigan, when Derby came along, he got a few extra horses and Ash Herbertson got a few extra horses. So uh, are you sort of angling that way? Maybe we need to be working a few extra. Yeah, well, we've got... Probably more in work now than we normally would. Yeah. We're up to a team of about six, but we're always on the lookout for another horse if there's one that's going cheap. But we've got our team at the moment, and hopefully eventually we'll get some more. Brother Brent, does he get involved in working them and helping out around the place? Yeah, well, I Miss Royalty's actually his horse. He does all of the work with her, so he was pretty excited that he... She could get another win on the board. And so, now that he's finished school for the year, he's, you know, nearly full-time with the horses as well. So he's younger, is he? So he's just finished, what, year yeah. 11 or 12? Year 12 he just finished. 
You've got one up on him having driven a winner on his horse then, haven't you? You've got that over him. Yeah. <laughs> Is he thinking about getting his license? He's thinking about it, yeah. He's been saying he's waiting till I got my um, driver's license before he got his. So I think now that I'm driving the horse, horses in races, he'll start thinking about trials license. Yeah, because you won't need the drive so much. And you might have two two drives in every trial going forward by the sounds of it, so you can pick up the, the second drive. Yeah, hopefully. One more thing I want to ask about is the Harness Racing Victoria Drive for Life program. Have you attended that, that series? I've just started attending those sessions. I've attended two of them so far. And how have they been for you? Have you learned a few things out of those? They were really good. I went to one at Bendigo and David Miles was speaking and I just, some of the stuff he said, not even so much the form analysis stuff, but just the other little tips and tricks he was giving out, they were really interesting. And it's good just to meet the other concession drivers and sort of be able to put a face to the name when you see it come up on the driver's list. Yeah, I, because this is pre-recorded, I might delete that bit about David Miles because I just don't want him getting too big a head, you know. He's a bit ahead of him. Dan Malecki must have been at one of those, and uh, I know he was so impressed at, at you at, at that day that he attended. So did he speak at one, did he? Yeah, he was at the form analysis one. It was good to hear from him him as well and just talk, hear how he does his form, how he looks at races and how sort of different to someone like Craig Rail does his form. So have you do you on for your two drives that you had last week in the races, did you sit down and do some form analysis from what you learnt from David and what you learnt from Dan? Yeah, I had a bit of look bit of a look at the form before the races, sort of tried to get an idea of how things would work out. And I guess it was easier with double dot because I knew I knew that she'd go away. She wasn't any risk of galloping or anything, so I knew roughly where I'd end up in the race, what different horses could do. But then with I Miss Royalty, because she's got so many tricks, it's harder to do that form and think, well, maybe I'll be up the front challenging for the lead or maybe I'll be galloping out the back. Who knows? (laughs) Did did David talk about having a plan, but also you've got to change change in in how the race unfolds as well? You've got to be sort of, you know, um, open to changing very quickly as things change in the race. Did he talk about that aspect? Yeah, it was def- definitely spoke a lot about being flexible, flexible and knowing right. the different different strengths of your horse and whether you can make that attacking run early or whether you've got to just wait. Very good, Lauren. Uh, I think you've got a big future in this sport, and I said it off the top. There's some people that watch a lot of trial replays, and uh, they've been uh, tagging on my coat for some time, saying how well you steer them at the trial. So was no surprise to me, and it was no surprise to Dan Malecki, and it was uh, no surprise to all those people that have been watching at the trials that you had such a quick uh, run to success in your second trial uh, in your second race drive, getting a winner. Congratulations from everyone, and we look forward to seeing your name uh, go around at the trots for many years to come. Thank you so much.